Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're off. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. We are outdoors at uh, Lisa Foster's estate. A beautiful day. Finally. We're sitting in the shade. We've got uh, three dogs with us. And there's got to be at least 47 dogs around the greater neighborhood. Yeah, a lot of dogs do bark in this neighborhood. Why so is that? What, what they're it? talking to each other. Didn't you know that's how dogs communicate with each other? Wait a minute, now some one dog is whining. Yeah, that's... And why, and why do we do this? Why do we do a podcast with all these dogs around us? I don't People know. would want to know. I don't know. There's no answer for it. There's no good reason. It's just the way it is. Well, it's nice that we can bring our dogs to work. And, um, you know, that's a trend that, that a lot of companies have adopted. Yeah. Because dogs are good for you. They, they, they reduce your blood pressure. They, they're fun to have around. And, and uh, I like working with my dog. I have, a, I have a little dog bed in the studio where I do my voiceovers that Daisy sleeps on. Well, okay. So, that's, what? I'm just thinking, that, that isn't very interesting. Well, I'm it, just... It is kind of interesting. I'm just let's, saying, let's get it's on. good to have dogs around. Got a couple of uh, emails that I wanted to mention. One of them from, well, two of them actually from Chris Sundberg, who noticed that they're selling at his Costco at any rate, pineapple upside down cake. Oh. Uh, not, in the, not in the mix box, but in the product itself, and of course that raises... The ethical question, is it okay to turn a an already prepared pineapple upside-down cake upside down? That would ruin the cake. And I think that would be crossing the line into vandalism. I agree. Okay. I don't think you should do and that. And I think he knows that. Yeah. He's actually a, a judge, so he, he would know that. Um, he also sent me a picture, and I hope we can put this on our uh, website, of the dilapidated house. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, and it it it's uh, it, it has cardboard boxes and crap spilling out of the windows of the house. No. And then there's a sign. It's not even a sign. It's it's something written in spray paint on the side of the house that says "Not responsible for injury. Enter at own risk." Where is this? House? And there's no way to enter it. That's the point. You can't get through. The, the, the stuff is spilling out the windows and doors. I don't know. He said it was in. Oh. South King County somewhere or someplace like that. Wow. Go figure. Uh, it was definitely not in uh, in Bellevue or Mercer Island, <laughs> I don't think. Oh, my. I got an uh, email as well from Aaron in Edgewood. Do you know where Edgewood is? I have absolutely no idea. I've heard well, of Edgewood, but I don't know Well, where it's it is. right to the side of the wood. And she said, Aaron, or it could be a man, but it's A-R-E-N. Says safety. A R E N. A R E N. That's a boy. 
It is? Mm-hmm. You know that for sure? Yeah, I think girl errands are E-R-I-N. Well, they can be. And boy errands are the A. Well, you, you know more about that than I did, because I couldn't tell. And it's it's pretty generic anyway, because the, the point is that uh, the email says Safeway is on to us. There is no pineapple upside down cake mix. At all. Not even pineapple surprise in their uh, Edgewood Safeway. Or pineapple store. supreme, I think, is the what they were yeah. trying to fool us with. Yeah. So, wow. So, does that mean, when you hear things like that, does that mean we've won? Should we assume we've won? Or once you've, once you've got them on the ground, you don't let them up, do you? No, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. So we, no, that's the best time to keep pummeling them. Yeah, it's like if we say, "Oh, good, we won the Revolutionary War. Now we don't have to have to. We don't have to have any defense anymore. Our, think, our country will go on forever." But we're we're. It's like it's like being in your garden. You got to weed it all the time, yeah. or they'll I, come creeping back. I think we always have to stick it to the man. Yes, in, in whatever way we can, and when we do it together, <laughs> that's a wonderfully empowering feeling. Very true. And if you do stick it to the man, be sure to send us pictures. Uh, that we can we have an of actual, the man being stuck. We have a live interactive map on our website at peculiarpodcast.com. It's called the ROT map, the Reign of Terror map. And we will actually put a pin. And we've actually had the Reign of Terror stretching all the way across the United States. So yeah. it's it's not. Uh, That's a real rain right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If, it's, if it's that far. So I'm looking right now. We've got our three dogs. There's right. two neighbor dogs over there. Yeah. Some other barking coming from over there. <laughs> And then some more coming over there. on a distant yeah. glen. Don't you have dogs in your neighborhood? Are you trying to say I have a noisy, doggy neighborhood? No, not particularly. Maybe you just don't notice it when you're in your own neighborhood. However, yesterday, as you know, uh-oh, somehow we've got, my wife and I have this menagerie now. It's just, it's my too many God. animals. You have, I know. you have dogs and cats this and is what you would horses do. and chickens. This and is what you would have if you were... I don't know, in your 20s or 30s, but at, at, at my advanced age, we don't need all of this stuff. It's too, it's too complicated. You mean the animals? You don't need all the animals? The animals. We have okay. two horses, and they eat like horses. And then we've got two dogs. We've got two cats <laughs> and a goldfish, and we've got two chickens. And the chickens <laughs> might be paying for themselves the best of all because they're actually producing yes, a product. I ate one of your chicken eggs yeah. last time I was there. Well, I can't take credit for it, but it was, it was yeah. delicious. And I was surprised at how you know, different got, the yolk yes, it is color, is, color is bright, bright yellow. Yeah, bright orange almost. Hey, your dog is down in the okay. in the bushes. Hey, hey, Elliot, get out of the bushes. Come here, come here Elliot. Come here, yeah, bushwhacker, get up here. And they're blackberry bushes down there, Mister. I hope he won't get stuck. I call him Mister Boy. Get up here. All right. Daisy goes here, down buddy. into the sticker bushes. Now he's good. He got himself out. She'll go down if she gets one thorn stuck on her paw, and feels like she can't move forward. She just stands there. You got to call Damocles when that happens next time. <laughs> but she's she's so retarded. She she won't even make it out of the bushes by herself. Okay. So I brought the, all the animals up. Next thing we know, we're going to hear something else. Like, <laughs> oh, there's an elephant, huh? You won't be surprised at anything. I know. It's, it's, it's annoying. Ah. It's really annoying. All right, all right, all right. I know my cow noise was so authentic that you bought it. Steve, stop barking now. Very annoying. So we have these two chickens, which I'll eventually get to the point of mentioning the chickens, is that yesterday I'm at home working in the studio that you and I normally record in. Yes. All right, that's it. Come on. 
Should we go inside? This is this crazy. This is ridiculous. We can just pick up and go inside, I guess. Do you want to? I mean, what the hell? I don't, I don't know. Shut up! There, that did it. No, now that got the rest of them. Yeah. The theory is if you yell at a dog to um, shut up barking, they think you're barking back at them and they start barking. Yeah, more. I get that. Uh, let's just try to persevere. If this gets too difficult, we'll pick up. Because we're recording on a laptop and we have a portable microphone. We can just pick right we up. We can just go to a bar. But you know what? I don't want to leave this food that you've prepared outside. Because oh, you your dog climbs up onto the table. I've seen her do it. <laughs> She's done that at your house. She too. really goes for hummus, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yesterday I hear the, the chickens just carrying on. Go, blah, 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 blah. I've never heard them like that before. I look out the window and this ratty ass neighbor dog has got one of the chickens. Uh, he's got his mouth closed oh, on her rear no. end and he's, and this is, and she's running oh. away and terrified. Well, I, good news is I got to the dog in time. I guess, <laughs> oh my God. We're in the Sherlock Holmes film, Hound of the Baskervilles. Is this... I can't believe it. And then my phone's going off. <sighs> See how much more work we get done when we're actually in your studio? We have not actually generated a single topic. No, we haven't. We've, we've been, been talking for 20 we've minutes. We've been talking for however long. I'm telling you, if this continues, we're going to have to just... We'll either pull the plug and no one will ever hear this podcast... Or we'll just pick up mid-sentence. All right, so I want to get back. Don't leave me hanging with the chicken thing. Which chicken was it? Uh, it, was, a... it was that we have one that's called a black Polish, which is a hilarious-looking bird. It's black, Very except cute. for its head, which is a shock of white feathers that kind of spill <laughs> over its eyes like a shaggy dog. It looks like one of those old-fashioned symphony maestros yes this kind of look and so then was they, that the one that got bit no the other the, the other one the, the race goes to the swift or however they say that so it was the big red hen who is not as fast a foot and so oh. a dog's only going to be able to catch up with one of them right uh he's going to get the slowest one and right. so he had her uh but i i, I yelled which i know is not like me i yelled and I yeah you never yell clap my hands so i went like this hey and he immediately dropped the chicken and took off. Good. Which tells me he knows what he's doing. It's did, wrong. Did the did the chicken was it okay? It you was, but man, there it. were feathers everywhere. Oh, yeah, it's like poor he, baby. It was like he he uh, he had now, disrobed her. Do almost. you would you take her to the vet to make sure she's not no harmed in any way? How do you how do you inspect a chicken to make sure it didn't get? You get on the internet. We examined her and, and we looked at her her butt end. We, you know, it's the business end that, like the egg you enjoyed, from her butt to your mouth. <laughs> um, we wanted to make sure that that shoot was still in good shape, and it is. And Poor she's fine. Thing. Oh, but God, she was so wary the rest of the day, looking around and yeah, waiting for sure. that dog. So I call. We call up the dogs. My wife actually calls the dog's owner, and the guy goes, "Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, we shouldn't let him wander around. He's killed chickens before." I think, oh, oh great. Nice. That's great news. So uh, I kind of saw a red. What kind of dog was now it? Now I have my BB gun at the ready. I, I you, don't know. Would you really shoot him with a BB gun? Um, well, I wouldn't shoot him with a pellet gun, anything that would actually penetrate. Although at the moment, yesterday, if I had had a 12-gauge, I probably would have used it. I was so furious. Yeah. But that wouldn't be wrong. You can't value 
a chicken's life over a dog. No, well, you wouldn't have killed the dog. You probably would have just... I would have... I wanted subjecting him to mental cruelty. That's all I really wanted to do. <laughs> maybe you should tune into this podcast. Yeah, yeah maybe so. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that was... that was If we hadn't, I hadn't been right at the window then, we'd, uh, we'd be down one chicken, and yeah. we wouldn't know where it went. Right. We'd see some feathers and figure... Well, you'd have to suspect if you see feathers then. Well, if you see feathers, I mean, it could be... Could have been a pillow fight going on outside. You never know. Don't you have? And, and we have bald eagles flying. I was going to say yeah, you have eagles. So there so. could have been that. Uh, all right. So enough of that. Here's something I wanted to ask you about, uh, and, and get your take on it. Okay. Now I was watching. Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention. There, we we got a, a listener named Peter Sackett in Australia. Oh, lovely. Uh, who used to listen to our radio show when he was uh, on this side of the pond, and now he's. He's living there, but he listens to our podcast. We're delighted that he does. But he said uh, he's intrigued by what he calls that crazy lady that laughs and coughs. And he said, I want to hear more of that. I know I know so, we, we hear a little of it in the Open to Your program, but yes. I want to hear more of it. She has been around. You've. You've, uh, yeah, you you actually met her, didn't you? And well, meet not. Her I didn't directly talk meet to her, her on the phone or something. But the way she sounds, and I should say sounded because I yes, think she is no not with us with anymore. Us. But the way she sounds is exactly the way you would think she looks. <laughs> you, you can. You can oh, really? You can hear cigarettes and liquor in her voice. And yeah. she used to call up on my voicemail. Remember that, that yes. thing called voicemail? Yes. At, at we still the, have it, by the way. At the radio station. And she would leave these long, rambling messages on there. Sometimes she'd just sing a song. Sometimes she'd <laughs> tell a joke. And, and one time she just started laughing like that. And it, interrupted by a little hacking, a little phlegm Which coming happens up. happens when you so, start laughing too hard. So we, we named her Rosie Grenadine because... <laughs> Uh, you know, it's everything's perfect. coming up rosy was was the idea. Perfect. So just for the sake of Peter Sackett, here is <laughs> a bit of the immortal Rosie Grenadine in full laugh mode. Can't you get just, enough of that. And you can't help but laugh yourself. That's oh, I know. One of, it's one of those laughs that you just cannot con- not laugh. No, you cannot. I know it's a double negative. It's, a, it's, it's contagious. That's why it has always amused me and why 20 years later I'm still, I'm still playing that audio from her. It's just fantastic. Okay, here's, here's what I wanted to bring up. There is, um, there is a, have you ever seen the show Fear Factor? <laughs> what do you mean, like seen the whole show or just seen it or know of it? No, just the commercials during I the show. I don't know. I know of it. Yeah, but the I, whole show. But I don't watch it. Well, no. it's not a, it's not appointment television for me. But somehow, my wife my wife really likes it. I don't know why. So I will I will watch it with her. Okay. And I got to admit, there it has some intrigue. Now, as you may know, the point of the show is they put these couples together, 
and they are they are all challenged to do things that are really scary are scary or disgusting or both and they can be things like you're going to hang uh, suspended from a rope uh, uh, from a helicopter, and we're going to float you over the ca Grand Canyon, or okay. uh, or you got to you're you going to be in a box, and we're going to let tarantulas walk all over your yes. face. Yes, yeah, they've done stuff like that. They've made you lie in a box that's Full boiling with snakes and yes. stuff like that. And rats. And yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so on this particular episode, hmm, how to say? It? Well, one of the things that they were challenged with, the women had to either do one thing, or they would get their hair cut instead. Oh, so you said it was like truth or dare. Something like that. You would that. choose to do it or you'd have to you'd lose your hair. Interesting. Exactly. So one of the women had to have her hair cut off. And I mean shaved like a, like you're a new GI. Okay, so she said, no, I'm not doing the challenge. Doing I don't the remember with? the circumstances. Okay. What, what I was interested in was okay. her reaction. Because be, as they got ready to cut her hair, she wept copious tears. Aww. She was very, very upset. And I'm, and I, to me, I thought, of all the stuff that they do on this show, that seems to me like the most innocuous. Because your hair's going to grow back. But, but her tears, my Aww. wife said, I get this. I understand. Uh, uh -huh. This I is do. important. It's maybe uniquely important to a woman compared to a man. Yeah. Uh, getting her hair cut. She just could not stand the idea of it. Now, I wanted to yeah. get your take. You get that? Oh, I do get that. My hair is, is very important to me. And we spend a lot of money on our hair. We, yeah. you know, it, and women, we pay more to get our hair cut. We have, yeah, right. we color it. We, we, the, the products we use. Have you ever counted up the number of hair products that your wife has or your daughter well, had? Well, they have different mm -hmm. kinds of products. Now, there's Tons of products. Products for her back hair. There's different <laughs> products for, uh, you know, her uh, leg hair and stuff like but that. But your hair, it completely changes the way you look. Have you ever played around with those hairstyle? Oh, for the love of Pete. Oh, this is my wife. I gotta Ooh, take, I gotta take, take it. Take it out of the ear here because there's something in, okay. interesting going on. Hello. Uh, and we're right in the middle of this podcast. You're is, on the air, by the is, way. Is there anything? That... Could you overnight it to Suncadia, please? Overnight your makeup bag? Yeah. How did you forget your makeup bag in the back of the truck? That was past job. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even know it was there. You put that in the truck. I, d I took your suitcase, remember? Remember? Oh, or a oh, yeah, that'll be handy. <laughs> can't you just, Patty, Patty, can you buy new makeup? Makeup's cheap and there's Rite Aids. All right, I'll get it done. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if it's UPS or the postal or who, but whatever's closest to Lisa, just take it and get it overnight. I'll do it, I'll do it. Okay. Keep me posted. I will, babe. Bye. I have the address if you want to. Okay, I'll I will. Okay, all right, babe. Bye. Bye. Love you. So she's left on. So what happened was she's left on a on a two day trip. Yeah, she left on a two day trip. When you, you heard where it was. When you showed up here, you said, "Oh, I just found out she left her makeup bag in the car. She's not going to be happy." Yeah. And now, now I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't have told her in the first place. Let her think that she screwed up, which she did. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's not about who screwed up. It's the fact she doesn't have her makeup bag. In it. Well, so yeah. So she kind of is stuck. If it was just the makeup, I wouldn't care. But yeah. I do have a, a UPS store right on the...
where you stopped to get all our liquor today. Oh yeah, it's yeah. right next door oh, to that. How handy! <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll throw a, a, a bottle of scotch in the bag. But, but the problem is, what time is it? You may we may have to take a break here so you can go do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I will. We'll have to do that. Maybe I just will. Well, how about if we drive it down to where she is? Go to Suncadia. Where is that? How far is it's, that from it's, here? It's up over. I it's up over the the mountain path. You're going towards Cleelum. You know where they did the. Northern Exposure Show near oh, yeah, Roslyn. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. up there. It's kind of a, a resort place, and she just went there with a girlfriend, or so she says. Uh, so is she already there right now? Is she already there? Uh, I think so. All right. Well, we'll go drop that off because we're gonna have to take a break. But you heard me. She's a little, little distressed. Well, yeah, she is yeah. distressed. Well, uh, so anyway, the fear factor thing. You you get the cutting off of the hair is why that would be. Yeah. As traumatic this, as, as bugs crawling over Yeah, somebody. this is kind of the same thing with the makeup bag. It's we you you your hair and your makeup as a woman, those types of things are um, for most women. We've talked about this. I yeah. I've showed up without my hair done and I felt really ugly. So oh, I, I man. <laughs> and without makeup. Is it done today? Yes, I put a little makeup okay. on today, all and right. I did my hair a little bit. And the fact that I had to ask you that, are you mad at me? No, not okay. at all. Okay, because it should have been obvious, right? Well, I guess. Are you, are you wearing, did you shower today? I did shower. Oh, good. Okay, well, it, it, this has been a most uh, troublesome beginning to this podcast. That's all right. I say we we're, take a break. We're actually halfway through it, you realize. Yeah, I know. So that's why we take a break, even though we have really nothing to break to. It's not like we have the sponsor. We just take a breaking break news, so we can go fill up our drinks. Exactly. <laughs> Let's do that right now. Well, it's all right. Riding around in the breeze. Well, it's all right. If you live the life you please. Well, it's all right. Doing the best you can. Well, it's all right. As long as you lend a hand. Here. A peculiar classic. Well, you know the old saying, slow and steady wins the race. I believe it's exactly the same thing in bowling. Bowl slow to succeed. Here we go. Come on, baby. Turn right. There we go. Looking good. Halfway there. Little left. Sweet. And into the pocket. Right there. All right, one down, nine to go. If something about Peculiar Podcast gets you angry, annoyed, irritated, hacked, pissed, sore, provoked, repelled, revolted, disgusted, bugged, bothered, ruffled, roiled, put upon, disturbed, or perturbed, contact us and we'll let you borrow our thesaurus. That's Lisa at PeculiarPodcast.com and Pat at PeculiarPodcast.com. As we are recording this today, I just noticed that the garbage truck came by your house. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a garbage strike going on at the time that we recorded this. I would assume that it would be over with by now. It wasn't a garbage strike. It was the recyclers that were on strike. Oh, I thought it was the... But, oh, so, but the garbage people uh, wanted to honor the strike, so they also I see, right. didn't work. But you got your garbage <clears> picked up. And it was because and the, I got mine delivered. the recycling people were not making nearly as much as the garbage guys, which uh -huh. doesn't make sense. The garbage guys, the guys who pick up your trash, your gross trash, they make like $9 more an hour. 
than the recycling guys. Well, that's because they have to deal with more disgusting stuff. They don't have to deal with anything. They've got a truck that goes, and it has little hooks, and it hooks onto your thing, and it, they push a button. They're not looking at the garbage. They're not touching the garbage. <clears throat> not like the old days well, when I they suppose. had to actually open up your trash and well, I know you're dump right, it but, in the... But here's the thing. And I remember, did you, uh, you remember the late, wonderful Meet the Press host, Tim Russert? He wrote a book called Big Russ and Me, and Big Russ was his dad. And his dad was a garbage collector. Oh, Sarah Cynthia Sylvia Stout would not take the garbage out. She'd wash the dishes and scrub the pans, cook the yams and spice the hams, and though her parents would scream and shout, she simply would not take the garbage out. His dad taught him uh, that the, the correct thing to do as, as a consumer is you get your garbage nicely bundled up. You don't just throw, you know, old cottage cheese and rinds and things into the garbage can. Oh. Uh, because at least in the days when Big Russ was collecting garbage, uh, he had sometimes had to deal with gross stuff like right. that. Right, and so, there weren't garbage uh, bags that you could, yeah. it was all thrown loose into an old tin can. So out of respect for right. garbage collectors, his dad really said, "You really, that's something you got to always do. Because somebody has to clean up after you. Make it as easy for them as they can. And I, I always thought that was yeah, that was good advice. Nice. Finally, it touched the sky, and none of her friends would come to play, and all the neighbors moved away, and finally Sarah Cynthia Stout said, Okay, I'll take the garbage out. But then, of course, it was too late. The garbage reached across the state from New York to the Golden Gate. And there in the garbage, she did hate. Poor Sarah met an awful fate that I cannot right now relate because the hour is much too late. But children remember Sarah Stout and always take the have you ever been to places where they say, uh, put your recycled stuff here and then your other stuff in this container, mm -hmm. and then it all goes out and goes down the same chute eventually? Oh, I didn't know that. Sometimes it does, and I think, well, what's the point? Why the separate containers when it's... Wait, who does you're that? You're dumping a... Well, some... Some people. Well, you are making that up. Who's no, doing I'm not that? making is it up. Is it a hotel you're talking about? Or I shouldn't a, have even brought it up until I remember more clearly where I would. Yeah, it it's was, a store. It was like a place that I worked. I'm trying oh. to remember where. Okay. And uh, they would have the little, you know, they did all the green stuff, but then it Maybe all, then it was just for show. I think it was, is what my point was. Yeah. I'm not saying it's always for show. Right. But uh, it makes one wonder. And uh, you go to these places now, they have. They have two different, or sometimes maybe even three different settings on the toilet, depending on what you just I think did. I think that's really smart, don't you? Well, it is, but I don't want to go out and buy one for myself. That's well, no, but great expense. But you could, you know. Well, it's different because you live with somebody. Well, you know, I live by myself, so I can not flush it as many times as I don't feel like. There's at a place like Microsoft where there are probably more languages 
spoken than your typical company. Uh, that made a noise. When you Sorry. Said that, that was my drink. It's uh, empty, by the way, well, already. We, we better get that fixed. <laughs> so, if you, so if you have all these languages, then you're going to have to turn to the universal instruction form, which is a picture Pictures, of some kind. Yes. So what picture do you put if you're going to do a number one? And what picture do you put, what little cartoon picture do you put if you're doing a number two? I know, I know, I know. You just hold up fingers, don't you? You think a number one is universally a number one? A finger, oh, uh, gosh, that's a good question. I, I mean, don't know. Do, what what do, we, do you want to show to say so that everyone knows, oh, that's the setting I use for that particular Maybe they just, maybe they would function. put a picture of, of a glass of water by the one. And then what would be the picture in the second one? Um, like beef stew? <laughs> A Tootsie Roll? <laughs> I don't know. These are such incredibly <laughs> difficult questions. Uh, you, you live in a nice neighborhood here. It's just bucolic. Did you I hear like it. how quiet it got? Yeah. It was just it's noisy as hell. Well, we, we got some plain noise here, but that's. Oh, but it's that, quiet. I have a little crick. This is uh, called Lion. And the, is this a cherry tree or are those apples? Those are crab apples. Crab don't you apple. think that's fitting? Uh, no, I didn't say I'd love to sit that. out underneath the crab apple tree. God didn't make little green apples. A friend of mine burned this CD for me. Sinatra never, it was never on an album of his. It was from a studio session, and it's so great. There's no such thing as Dr. Seuss, Disneyland. Mother Goose is no nursery rhyme. Do you try to eat them? Makes me, no, no, no. The crows come and eat them. Though. Okay. The crows no and the squirrels. There's squirrels and crows and raccoons, and I, and I have a little, nice little crick running down here. You what's got salmon the, running creek. What's the most ferocious animal that has ever wandered into your yard? Have you ever had a bear here? No. Today's the day the teddy bears have their picnic. I've that never seen one. That would freak me out. Um, uh, coyotes, actually. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I have a expansive backyard here that I share with a neighbor up on the hill and there and coyotes are just creepy looking they're they're skinny and well and they're, they're skinny and, when they're not eating well and they have these they just always have you ever seen a fat coyote I've never I seen have, it actually, you yeah, have yeah which means that probably somebody's missing some chickens oh, and sheep I and a dog and that's why I'm I, I'm always just careful of letting Daisy out back here at night yeah. because I don't want too. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. It can be creepy. I saw a lowland gorilla in my backyard about wow. two weeks ago. I couldn't believe it. That's amazing. I didn't even know we had those around here. There he was. Yeah. So my my point was, do you are you ever bothered by uh, I don't know people come to your door soliciting things? Yes. You get yes. that? Yes. You get that? Just here? today. Just today. See, we don't get that so much because I live more rural. I'll get a guy coming trying to sell me a garden hose or something like that, or you know. Today, a uh, box. I actually was sitting out here waiting for you, prepping the the podcast, and I could see my neighbor's driveway. And these two guys, their driveway is like your driveway. It's a really long driveway up to their house. Yeah. They parked at the end of the street. These two guys in really nice suits with little black books and a suitcase got out and started walking up the driveway. They could have been with the government. That's what I'm thinking. It was very men in black yeah. looking, you know. Yeah. And you and this is a fairly warm day. You wouldn't typically be walking around wearing a Well, it's a dead suit. giveaway. If somebody walks up to your house in a suit, you know they're selling something and it most likely it's religion. 
So I could hear my neighbor up there telling them just to go. Walked back down that driveway, and sure enough, I, and I was, I hid, you know what I did? I hid from them. That's what a what kind of a wiener I am. Well, I they came that... walking around, and I could hear them come in my front gate, and I just stayed back here. Yeah. Just stayed in the backyard. And could you hear the doorbell ringing? I just, no, because I was out here, but I could hear my front gate. Yeah. And now, for for somebody to knock on your door, they have to enter your yard. They have to go through your front gate. Mm -hmm. I, I would think even the most uh, aggressive peddler would not do that because that really is oh, a violation yeah. of your property. It is. I mean, I think are it you is. saying it's so? It's not illegal. It's not illegal. Well, I don't know if it's illegal. Gate. Well, I, I don't know. I used to have a no soliciting sign up on the front gate. Yeah. But I don't. So I think I a solicitor stole it. Or he sold happened. it to you. But I have had, I have been home when they have, uh, you know, I had two very nice ladies come by uh, with pamphlets um, a couple of weeks ago, and you know you're doodling right now as you're talking. I know. <laughs> I'm drawing little stars. Why are you drawing a swastika? I don't know, hmm. and I just don't know what to say to them. I don't. And is know that why you avoid them? Because you don't know what to say? No, I don't. I avoid them because I don't feel like talking to them. And, and what it's, well, yeah, because you don't know they, they they won't just say no. I'm not interested, and they won't just leave. Right? Well, can we? Uh, can uh, do you know? Have you ever heard the good yeah. news about what we're? Mm -hmm. I mean, you may have preconceived good notions. News, yes. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's so I for me, that's it. I don't want to hurt their feelings. That's that's they, it. They're yeah. doing their thing. I, that's not my thing. I and so I've got a um, we've got a neighbor now that is a financial advisor sort but i think he's working out of his house and so word started spreading around the neighborhood you know he's gonna come and he's gonna come and hit you up so i and i was not interested in that at all so i i'd see him walking down the street and he'd wave up at me and i'd wave back and then i quickly you know go someplace else I'd yeah duck, you'd hide duck behind a bush right. or something like that but, but, it's sad but when you have to day, hide in well, your own I know, house. isn't it? Though? I do the same thing. I hide all the time when people <laughs> show up, and I don't want to see them. Well, we've talked about this before. I mean, I, this is this is how what a wimp I am. Many years ago, and you might remember this, Lisa. We had I had these uh, these knock at our door, and I go, and there are two young women standing out there. Wow, that your lucky day. Well, yeah, that's how often does because that because it was two young women. I would be more inclined than if it was two guys with beard and tattoos, I suppose. But and no French. And I said hello. I said hi. I said, now let me see if I can get my dog up here, Mister. Hey, Mister, come up here come now. Up. Except he went through the creek. I don't know how he's going to get back. Get up here. Get up here. <clears throat> get up here. <laughs> there he goes. Good job. All right. Come on, Elliot. We, the reason we're trying to keep him uh, corralled here a bit is because there's some neighbor dogs, and we, they, we haven't introduced them yet. We don't know how they'll get along. And so. you know it's going to go down bad. Yeah, probably. Uh, so these uh, young women were at the door, and uh, hey, what do you know? We are, uh, we are students from uh, Jerusalem. We're art students. And, oh, I remember this. And story. we have a portfolio of paintings, and what we do, we sell these, and the people buy them. Then all the money goes to pay our tuition at uh, the art school. Won't you help? And I said, "Well, okay. Well, well, let's look at what you got." Oh, see, you did more than I would. You're so nice. Well, I would have said, "No, I don't. I don't. I'm not." Well, you know, any art, art back today. in those days uh, when we were on radio, I would do stuff. 
because I wanted to talk about it on the radio True. the next day. So I would always be looking for for something or listening for a conversation at a <laughs> supermarket or whatever. So I buy this painting. You did? I did buy it, and I still have it. And a much more savvy uh, listener, I was telling the story about it, and a much more savvy <laughs> listener says, you idiot, uh, or words to that effect. You, uh, you, just, you just bought a... They, they. I, I guarantee you, that painting that you bought is one of a thousands that look exactly like it. <laughs> and so, I said, "Well, yes," Brilliant. says you. So, what do you know? He sends me a picture of it uh, through an email. It is the exact same painting. See? I got hoodwinked, and I paid. I, I think I paid like forty bucks for it. But it was uh, so. So, you really want to? You really. You almost never, let me say, should you buy anything door-to-door. No. I, well, I just but, think just about anything, right, you should so back, not do that. Back way. to religion. They're not really selling. They're not trying to get your money, right? They're not trying to get your money. But my question is this. Well, they, I don't know. I think indirectly. They, is they, there a horse up there? No. God, that's a big dog. Holy crap. Where? That dog up there. He's huge. I don't see it. And I think dog. he's got a saddle on him. He's right <laughs> up there. That is That dog is the size of... A small I just, mastodon. I don't know that Holy dog. smokes. That's, that's a monstrous dog. dog. Has anybody, I wonder about these guys, and I want to ask them this. Does anybody sign up for their church from people? Well, you got to figure From that, people from going to the house and knocking on the door, and would somebody open the door and go, I've been waiting for you? Well, it probably happens. Well, if they. If, if you're skillful at it and you've timed it in such a place in a person's life that they really are looking for some sort of answer and they're questioning things and they need peace and harmony. And hey, like, Elliot, Let's take another break. Elliot. We better take another break and I'll go get it. Believe it or not, there's a move afoot to make silly string illegal. It's incredible, and it is not sitting well with with some people. I'm Tanya Willoughby, 6th grade student at Slade Gordon Middle School. If you read broadly between the lines of the Second Amendment, it is clear that the right of people to own and bear non-toxic, chemical, neon-colored twine shall not be infringed. If silly string is regulated or eventually banned, what's next? Whoopee cushions? Candy cigarettes, wax lips, plastic buck teeth, funny nose glasses, fake vomit. Is the day coming when it will be illegal for a kid to say, pull my finger? They'll get my silly string when they pry it from my cold, stiff hair. Okay, well, this has been uh, one of the, to me, one of the more chaotic I'm podcasts. I'm exhausted from yeah, this. I kind of am. We got it. We got. We're trying to do the podcast. We're trying to look at our screens out here, uh, keeping another eye open. That's three eyes so far mm-hmm. that I have to keep out for right. the dogs. And um, and all and the then, noise. And then and your drink is gone. So yeah. And then I gotta I gotta go. Oh, to then UPS. You, you still gotta go to the UPS yeah, store. You I better do. do that before it closes. Or okay, you're so, gonna be in big trouble. I know. I know. So let me wrap up. 
by, uh, and I don't want to do this too much. We didn't do it last podcast, but it's time once again uh, for the Dirty Joke Challenge. <laughs> Yay! And, and uh, now we did receive a dirty joke that I decided I just couldn't do. I'm surprised at that because you 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 laid it out and, and I know, said I know. said the challenge didn't matter how filthy. Yeah, but see or, this joke to me wasn't or just disturbing filthy. or No, no, I didn't say disturbing. I said filthy. And now this the joke that that in question here that I decided not to do is is more uh, it, it's of extremely poor taste, mm. uh, particularly because of recent news stories uh, that I think most people would agree. That's not really a very funny okay. area to talk I'm about. I'm impressed right? that you've okay. that you used your censure. And I know it wasn't it. sent uh, out of anything but the the most wonderful intent. It I think it would be tellable uh, if it wasn't for the taste issue. But then I'm not even quite sure about that. It's, mm-hmm. It was it was both tasteless and filthy, <laughs> which is a great combo for a joke. Yeah. Okay, so here's the here's another one that was sent our way. So even though some of the words in this joke are perfectly fine words, clinical, uh, even medical or anatomical words uh, that are not offensive in and of themselves, uh, I will still try to find another word or phrase uh, just to help. To clean it up. To to clean it up. Although the, the word itself is not... Uh, filthy. Okay, but and I, and for those of you too, you, you you forget that some somebody might be listening to the podcast for the first time right now. Please, please explain the dirty joke challenge, and this is really about right. your ability to take any material and make it suitable for any years. Is that right? Yes, it, public consumption, regardless. Uh, so so that even um, uh, a cloistered nun could listen to it, mm-hmm. and it would still. Not only be uh, cleaned up, but it would still be funny. That's the key. That's the key. It, the joke has to be funny. And what makes it funny, I think, is for people to know what the word really was, and and do your own, let your own imagination fill in the blanks for you. Right. So in this joke, I'm going to use the word condom because that's a perfectly fine word. Okay. But everything else, uh, I will, uh, I will try to find a substitute for. Okay. Okay. Got it. So here we go. Dirty joke challenge. Guy goes into a drugstore to buy condoms. Okay. And the clerk behind the counter says, what size? Guy says, yeah, I don't know. Ah, go see Sophie in aisle four. <laughs> okay. So the guy walks over to see Sophie in aisle four, uh-huh. who grabs him in the um, uh, reproductive and urinary uh, region. Good job. Of his anatomy. Good job. And <laughs> Thank you. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, she grabs him there, and uh, she yell- she yells out, "He's a medium!" And the guy is mortified, so he hurries over to pay and leaves very quickly. Well, another guy comes in to buy the same product, and he gets sent to Sophie in aisle four. Sophie grabs him and yells, "Large!" And the guy struts over to the register this time. Yeah, Should have known. He pays and he leaves. What a great job. Then, a high school kid, he's probably like a sophomore, he comes in to buy the same product. Uh-huh. And the kid says to the clerk, he says, uh, what, what size do you think I need? The kid says, because I've never done this before, I, I, I don't even know what size. So, you guess where the clerk sends him? To Sophie in aisle so, four. Sophie in aisle four. 
So Sophie grabs the kid, you know where. Yeah. There's a pause, and then Sophie yells, Clean up in aisle four! <laughs> Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes! <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet! On Twitter, at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.